Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. I think we should all do the drum fill together. Welcome back, Cyberpunks, to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. Um, thank you for hanging in there with our episode last week. Man, we got a whole bunch of uh, listens on that episode and also on the uh, YouTube version of the episode, Logan. Did you see that? I don't know if you saw it online, but like... No, I, I didn't. I think we hit a nerve with a lot of people, and I think the majority of them really, really do agree with our thoughts about the 1.2 patch. But... Um, uh, so if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. The patch isn't out yet, but it will, I'm sure, be following up with some more thoughts on that as we get closer to patch day. But today is the end of the month, which means it is the patron episode. I'm your host, Tom or Robots, and I'm here with my co-host, Captain Logan, who is not playing cyberpunk while we do the podcast. Not at no. all. Not at all. Not playing at all. <laughs> Definitely not lost on this rooftop trying to find this person. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> totally, one hundred percent attention. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? All right. Well, we're going to move on to the other people who are paying attention. Uh, our patrons are joining us today. We have almost all of our patrons who are able to join us, and a new patron as well. So let's get back, go back through the list. Welcome. I don't know if I should call you J Ray Twenty One. That's that's your name on Discord. What would you prefer we call you? No, I'm just Julian. Julian, yeah. just Julian. Julian. Yeah. Well, I Julian, like that name. Julian, I'm glad you were able to join us. A total thing, Just Julian is the name. So when I addressed you, I got to say Just Julian. That's his sitcom on NBC. It's it's Just Julian. Just, just. JJ. JJ. There we go. He's JJ now. Uh Uh-oh. You're getting nicknames already. One of us. That's part of what this is. I wasn't toasty before I did this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you became toasty. toasty. Now you're toasty. By the way, I'm toasty. Hello. <laughs> yeah. By, uh, by the way, uh, toasty. Uh, so Santa toasted. Toasty is is back with us, and Kather's back with us also. Kather. Hi. Hi. How's it going, buddies? Fine. Fine. Man, I, I I've been playing games with Toasty a lot this last month. We've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. We played some Jackbox last night on uh, Saturday. We've been doing these like Saturday game nights for or game days for Robots Radio. We've been having lots of fun. Um, so if you if you aren't hanging out with us on Discord and playing games with us and and heck even joining the shows, then come come do that because man, we have a lot of fun. But Today we are talking about a uh, a topic very close to uh, Toasty's heart, his his cold, hey. cold, frozen heart. This isn't the Judy episode. This is all of. It's <laughs> a lot of cool, badass women in this game. It's not just Judy. Right, right. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is this is the episode where we are are paying tribute to the badass women of Cyberpunk and uh, discussing them in cyberpunk 2077 and um or it, it, like subtext this is the five dudes sitting in the room talking about ladies episode <laughs> I don't, yeah that i wish we had a lady we don't we have a lady we need a lady if you are a, if you are a lady and you like cyberpunk and you want to join us on the next episode and balance this out please do come, um come talk about the dudes we, we, yeah, we don't talk have about anyone the here talking about the dudes Come talk about the dudes with us. Yeah, um, we can talk about I can talk dudes. about a dude this episode right now. I can talk about Rivers. We all right. We could. We could talk about that. But let's let's Romance stick with the ladies. Hold on. No. 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 Let's listen. 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 We got to stick way, with the ladies. We got to do the ladies I, first. We got to do the ladies first. To say everyone say hello to Emmerich, who is very excitedly sharing our names in the chat right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Emmerich uh, can't can't join us. Would be joining us. Uh, might be sending in a recording that I'll I'll tack onto one of the episodes. So, Yay. how do we want to start this out? Do we want to start with Judy? I mean, Toasty, Judy. What about going in consecutive order of how we engage with, like how we came across them in the game? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, okay, so the first one, Judy or Misty? Yeah, Misty we, and Misty. Judy. Were, we kind of meet Misty a little bit right there at the beginning. Right. So yeah, Misty would right. be the first one. Okay, let's then do that. Rogue. Let's do that. Let's start with let's start with or Misty. What are your what are your thoughts on Misty? Anybody Cute. have thoughts? Like adorable. Cute and adorable. <laughs> Not enough of her in the game because yeah. she's an interesting character. Like, there's the quest with the tarot cards, but you, she seems like much more of an. I mean, she is the person who you have that conversation with when she brings you home because you just went to Vix because uh, biochip, and you know she gives you the necklace and all that. But there should be some legitimate quests. Like, what if she replaces Jackie? Like, I know you do mm. quests with Pan Am and stuff, but like, what if she's your new like? sidekick that goes through you with you throughout the movie because eventually depending on the ending you leave behind pan am uh judy leaves off goes off and you do have that really great underwater um you guys get to that uh did you guys finish her storyline i didn't I, I didn't have that experience because of yes. my oh I, there's a, I didn't play through a really it myself. good ending yeah i've, I've seen i've seen well written yeah i've seen yeah. i've seen stuff about it but I, I didn't actually play through it um so, um, but maybe it could be like a uh, what, what do you call it? Like an expansion where it's like the mm. adventures of V and Misty. You, you think know? Misty would uh, go out with you in the world and uh, like cap people in the head? No, <laughs> you know? no, I don't way really too feel spiritual Misty for that. that. Like, but but <laughs> I, w I wish there was more Misty because you talked to her so much at Jack right before Jackie's funeral. Like you bond with her yeah. so much, and then she just probably is out of the game until you get done tear cards. And yet, if you go on her computer or something like that, she has messages from someone else talking about that. Uh, uh, Captain brought it up last time about, or one of the episodes of the monk th that you go on the meditations with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she she knows about him. I like I, I went I went to her as soon as I finished that to try to talk to him because Johnny said to go hmm. to her, and you can't talk to her about it. Hmm. Yeah, it's really weird. It doesn't make sense. So she's I, also the last I would like because at the very end, right, whenever you like they're going through the end credits and, you know, people are doing like their final things depending on it. She's always the last one to speak. Hmm. She's the last person who gives the message at the end of like whatever ending you choose, no matter what. She's always the final one. After everybody else goes and like i had a lot of people whenever i went through my playthrough because mm -hmm. i did everything so i had a whole a whole lot of like people talking or whatever but she's the last one telling you you know whatever it's going to be that she's going to tell you, you know? look forward to i wonder if that's because she uh she doesn't represent a romantic interest she represents more of the the little family that you had built at the beginning of the game if that makes sense like you yeah. and jackie and misty and uh um, vic, vic and yeah vic uh, you kind of got this like and you don't get to explore explore it a whole lot but you definitely get the sense that that's like those are your core people those are those mm -hmm. are the people that you know you can rely on and you go to them when you have something you need and you spend time with them and you know you go get chinese food with them or whatever like they're they're the people you hang out with they're your friends and she's kind of the heart of that you think maybe that's is, that's it is it weird to think that i've always felt that misty was always kind of like the angel in the game mm -hmm. um it's a weird it's a weird reference for me to make but there's always one person that feels very disconnected from the entire story going on like she's connected to you know she's connected in ways but not in the same way like uh like like for example um arasaka doesn't come after her they come after vic to get uh you know to get jackie's bot or um like body in essence and she's always just kind of like in the wings waiting so whenever I think about her, I always genuinely think of her as just this like this angel who is just kind of watching over you and Jackie and just kind of being present. And so because of that, I, I always wonder, like, you know, what would she do in the game if she wasn't that? Like, where would she actually intervene in situations? And I really have a hard time wondering, like, her, her life feels so disconnected yet so integral to what you do in the game that I, I don't know where you would go with that story other than having her try and mentally sort out your brain the way that she does with Jackie.
Mm -hmm. And I think that would be an interesting place to maybe go with her story. So but I, I do kind of wonder, like, where do you go? I she another thing that's interesting about her is she rep represents in a game that's all about technology and human humanity, like people, grit, technology, the real world and the terribleness of the real world. She represents spirituality and the supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, then that's that ties to the angel side of it, like the tarot cards and the fact that the tarot cards are actually foreshadowing things like this little bit of a of a hey, even in this weird, crazy technology future, there is maybe some truth to the supernatural. Which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. It's very unique in the whole span of the game. Well, she like predicts. I mean, that's the thing is like you can go back to her throughout the game and like at different parts and get your your get your tarot read like she'll lay down the cards for you and it's always true right to what you're doing right and it's like you have to think about that it's like you know they got all the technology you got all this stuff but it's like is is that supernatural side like it has to be real right if There's she's reading there accurately yeah and like it has to be real which yeah. I would like to point out, I've always liked that contrast of her shop being on top of Vic's uh, shop, uh -huh. <laughs> where it's like, yeah, here, come get your cyber enhancements, and tarot, if you want to, it's right there, <laughs> together, cool, like... <laughs> spirituality and technology, just like, kind of like, merged together. It's, it's kind of like in a world where magic can be explained by technology you know so they kind of work hand in hand like so and, and another thing is like one of the reasons she feels like an angel watching over us is because she gives us the red and the blue pills she helps us like she gives us the ability to play through the rest of the game and decide our fate every time we let Johnny take over or do a job ourselves we can go back and think okay so Misty provided us with this choice um, yeah solid point like yeah she does feel like kind of um, detached because she's not really like current throughout the whole game but but she only like is alluded to you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's, would, that's yeah. a solid point it there? seems like like she it, it could like i like i know it's not but always in my back of my head i always thought like they could easily just pop out that she's secretly something else the whole time because like we just don't know that much about her and she's like like they're saying she's in the background and stuff so i was always i was always like in the back of my head like i would not be surprised yeah if like de like something came out later on the right we really don't though like she's yeah. she's kind of an enigma to because it's like she never really talks about her past like you get to know about her and jackie's relationship obviously which you know but that's like the main thing plus there's this whole fact that like if you kind of like look at the details or whatever like she kind of takes care of victor too mm-hmm like they're obviously very close like at least like the whenever victor finally delivers the news to you about you know you're dying with the chip and whatnot you know you can tell he gets really like cracked up and upset and he like calls for misty like you know which apparently shows that she's like literally right there Like you don't see her but yeah. she's right there apparently as she comes wheeling into the frame and then um there's so it, and obviously we're discussing a lot about the characters so spoilers are going to be a thing that sure. happens yeah at this point spoilers are everyone. just going to be a part of it yeah um if you go with the suicide ending uh Is that actually an option yes oh, yeah. you can go with oh, the yeah. suicide ending you can I've heard about it. I they seen offer it. you yeah. the red pills and the blue pills but they offer also offer you a gun oh grab the gun in case you want to end it did, i did um, that ending the first time because did? i thought it might be the right answer because i figured what, it was the happened? only way to screw arasaka it's you basically don't you don't it, see much out of it you die you die and you get some credits and everybody's pissed off that you killed yourself because yeah, they think it, yeah, you were being selfish much. and the reason i chose yeah. it was because i think it was the I, I figured it was the only way to totally screw over arasaka and keep them mm -hmm. from like 
getting what they wanted. Recovering, yeah. yeah, yeah, getting Johnny and getting yourself to potentially do research on your mind. Too. Right, right. Um, and one thing I was thinking of, Misty represents someone who's who lives in a world she doesn't want to exist in. And she's, mm. you know, in love with this guy who's infatuated with the whole concept of like, you know, shooting your way to the top. And so there's kind of this dynamic where she wants to be in, you know, more of a, a serene environment, yet the guy she loves and you can't control who you, who you're, you love. She's she's kind of has to battle, you know, being with someone who, who literally wants to be in a position of death in order to become a king of nice city or a legend of nice city sure well she was she's the balance in that situation you could tell she's like, the heart yeah. she's the emotional heart balances out yeah but i, I was gonna say about the, the pepper to tony stark <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i was gonna say about the the suicide ending is that like there's the part where vic like it's vic's time to talk and vic wants to yell at you and be really mad at you but like misty's on the side of that conversation basically balancing his temperament like saying like like you know it's okay to speak from the heart you know but like like she's she's like right there like taking care of him whenever he's obviously very upset so it's like a that dynamic of the relationship that I would like to learn about. Cause it's like, y'all are very close, even though you literally represent the two opposites of this world, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And Miss Misty's the interesting one because I, as much as this world is about, you know, like surviving on your own and, and doing what's best for you and being okay with murder and, you know, genocide, <laughs> things like that. Misty is that one character who above all has the highest sense of empathy uh without revenge and that's that's a really interesting thing to have in this game where you don't have that so having her as a connection point to the main characters that you interact with uh at least at the beginning really kind of gives you that grounding sense that if you don't if you're not okay with this you're not alone and that that's something that um you you wouldn't normally I wouldn't normally expect out of night city. I wouldn't expect anywhere in night city to be someone that is holistically empathetic to everyone and wants there to be nonviolence more than anything. Cause at least with even some of the people that we, that we can get into, um, rogue is a good example of someone who has empathy um because she cares she she wants people to to survive and to thrive but she's totally okay with murder and screwing people over which is you know counter to being empathetic towards people and misty is very much that that person that really does look at everything and everyone equally and trusts that you know, everything will work out for you if it's in the cards. And she relies so heavily on that spiritualism that it kind of borders along the side of why she has that connection with the monk who is looking to have peace, to have balance, to have understanding and to have accountability and empathy mm-hmm. that is so, so void or so much, uh, sort of void in yeah. night city yeah. in general. So, we unfortunately we only have so much time for the episode um we've talked a lot about misty which was awesome because we haven't really discussed her before and i think that you guys have some really great insight in this um i'm not sure we're going to be able to get through all the interesting women because there's so many interesting women why don't we pivot to rogue i think that's probably a natural pivot since you brought her up and the fact that she is empathetic but not completely what are your thoughts on her? And why don't we just make sure we hit just kind of the the main ones that we want to talk about? I have a feeling Rogue's probably one of them, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you guys think about her? What do you think about Rogue? Yes. Badass. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. But um, I just got Lily. I got through the uh, Chip and End mission. I think it's that one, or no, is it the Person Hearts? But it, the one where you go on the date with Rogue. Hmm. Oh As, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, yep. Here, there. But just to like you, you get to learn so much about her. How like Johnny and her still love each other, even though there was alt and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Rogue mm-hmm. kind of was like the one if Johnny wasn't such an ass, <laughs> right? Or yeah. <laughs> big surprise. Yeah, surprise. Johnny being an ass. But um, if like like now that Johnny's kind of grown a little bit through death 
very little, uh, obviously. But, but a little uh, bit. He has some character he, development. He's grown a little bit because he's realized that he, like, depending on how you dialogue turns, he does realize that Rogue was kind of the one. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Like, just, and just realizing that uh, she wants that to happen too, but stuff's changed now since the years. Mm-hmm. So you get to see some of the emotions that Rogue has there, like, of wish things were different and stuff so she has regrets yeah i think it's interesting that in 2077 rogue must be 70 yeah. she does not look it and she is still kicking Bottom. ass like she's we, we know that genetics do yeah, yeah. Pro, we know that things can be prolonged i mean saboro oh, yeah. arasaka yeah. was 150 plus years old sure that dude sure. was ancient so like 70 is nothing nowadays. <laughs> 70 is the new 40. 70 is the new 40. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, relics in, in it now, technically, you can just get a new body if you pay enough for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The relic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He, you kind of touched up on something. It's like ha- the dynamic between her and Johnny. You have kind of the humanism balancing out the lack of humanism. And what's also cool about Johnny, he has kind of three pivotal moments of change. Like when you go back into his memory, you know, he's shooting into a crowd. That was him in his physical self. When he's in his engram form, he's kind of in a place of instability where he has kind of a lack of self-purpose and definition. He doesn't know how to navigate this world, really. And then once he, if you choose the ending where he takes over V's body, he's greatly matured. And so you kind of see the life of Johnny evolve way more than V or any other character. And that's just a really interesting thing to have with the main character of a game. and but I feel like throughout throughout all those transformations, you know, Alt humanized him, um, Rogue humanizes him, um, w- Misty humanized Jackie. Uh, but I guess Pan Am sort of humanizes you because you're kind of desensitized mm-hmm. to death and murder in this world because there's so much around it. You don't think too much, and um, having a companion. Well, uh, I guess Misty would help with that more than Pan Am. Uh, and Judy humanizes you against other people's plights too, because uh, worrying about yeah. the sex worker. So both the mm. for, um, women, most of the women in this game, humanizes you to be less yeah. murder, murder. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Not, but I, so, but the flip side, to, real quick, just to take that idea of like how she influenced, how Rogue influences Johnny. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Johnny's influence on her was to make her more? Uh, tough and hard and resilient because as a byproduct yes cause because because she's clearly dick yeah she by, hard, it hardens you up yeah by, are, by 2077 she is known as like the best in the business like she's she you don't mess with her she's the best in the business she's got connections with everyone she knows what she's a, she's a living legend in the city right and the only way you, you achieve that is through a certain amount of like resilience and the version of her that you meet in the in the flashback sequence isn't the version of her that you deal with you know in 2077 right she's she's yeah. changed she's a different person I, by then i think you can mess with when her I, younger she was drunk on johnny's power yeah. but afterwards she's kind of she's hardened up because of the aftermath and the the effects of it all she she knows how kind of like primal and destructive this world is and she kind of has put up this wall to protect herself and stay alive Mm -hmm. and so like that's i feel like it's not necessarily how how john made her feel it was what happened after she blew up arasaka tower with him right right which wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for him wanting it to happen like she don't really just get kept getting pulled into it they don't really touch on it exactly but there's also that aspect of the fact that like because of the original 2020 crew that -hmm. like they talk about granted i haven't gone as much into the the tabletop stuff Mm -hmm. but it was like it was like you know it was it was like her johnny silverhand morgan blackhand yeah like that group right right 
that group is all gone except for her. Yeah. And wherever yeah. Morgan Blackhand and is, Carrie. because they heavily imply that he's not actually dead. Right. Um, Were they even in the flashback? I don't remember. Waylon was yeah. in it. He was on the turret. Then he got murdered or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Waylon died. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. I don't think being... Morgan Blackhand was in there at all. No. Yeah, so. Well, he he would have been. He would have been away at that point because he set them on the path and gave them the the helicopter and the the guns and stuff but he never followed them into the tower from what i recall yeah because all i remember them being there is uh rogue uh waylon and that's all i spider was there spider spider was there you're right she was a she was a badass too if you listen to her dialogue it's really it's funny she's snarky (laughs) she's very uh she's very like sarcastic and like (laughs) Bullets flying everywhere, and she's just kind of like, you know, cannot push back uh, on one, on one point that you guys were talking about. Um, you guys were talking a, a bit about, and I and I, I don't want to call out on this because I, I don't think that this was the intent, but I want to say that Rogue would have been the badass that she is in 2077, um, even without Johnny. I think Johnny was a casualty of war when it came to her affection and her love. But I do think that Rogue would have been there. I think Johnny getting Johnny dying was the thing that got him out of the way so that she could actually pursue what she was expecting yeah. to do in the first place. I don't think Johnny that she was, was necessarily huh, interesting. Uh, a blocker I, is what. Yeah, I agree with you. Like yeah. Johnny was in the way because he was saying everything's his idea. Well, she's the one that put all the plans together. And he's I, just the, the reason- one that came Sorry. up just he's just a spark but she's the one that actually built organized all this intricate it. badass yeah plan yeah he was and the, the reason he, johnny was the face of it in that situation mm. where he was the dude who could be the rocker boy to go out and sway motivate like the temperament of the people yeah but that's all it's pretty much all he was capable of he was drunk and high the rest of the time so yeah and the, so the, the reason why I bring yeah. that up is because of Carrie. Um, Carrie, his his career thrived when Johnny was out of the picture. Yeah. So I, I, I've always felt that Johnny was always the the drug, quote unquote, that they were addicted to, that they were just in love with his passion and his enthusiasm. And because of that, they always felt like addicted to him. So when they got clean of him, that's when they really stepped up and came into their own mm-hmm. uh, carry and rogue both. So that's why I always think like if, if, if rogue would have been able to get where she was without Johnny. And I think, yes, but I think if Johnny had still been around, I don't think that she would be in the position that she would be. She would be right in the same position that she was when she, when he was alive, which was always on or the dead. side or dead. Yeah. Honestly, it's an interesting analogy. <laughs> no yeah. offense. If you keep doing a drug, it'll eventually kill you. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's an interesting analogy. Um, Which, side note, side note, Spider Murphy being a, uh, a net runner. Are, do we mean any net runners that aren't snarky? Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> I think they all are. <laughs> right. I think they're all like, oh God, I'm so much smarter well, than that, everyone else. That, Shut up. That one, uh, uh, T-bug. Yeah, no, no, I, she's, I, she's, no she's, she's, she's snarky. She's snarky. Yeah, she's close to Aristotle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, snarky just, or scared? Well, yeah, just a, just a side note. I'm sorry, I, I derailed things a little bit. Oh, also, oh. um, Shaitan was there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But didn't uh, he get killed? Someone. He did get killed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone died in that situation. The, the thing is, though, <laughs> without Johnny, do you think they would have become Night City Legends? They no, have I, I think I think I think Johnny was the motivation. Johnny was the one who was yeah. able to say, "We should do this crazy thing, even mm-hmm. though you guys don't think we we can do it. We can do it." Like he was the one well, that pushed them far enough. Confidence, to, right? I don't think it. Rogue is. I don't. I don't know. If, I, maybe I didn't like notice this as much in the game. I don't think Rogue is known for that. I think she's known for being the best fixer in Night City. Yes. Which is yeah. which is even better of a thing for her because that's literally she didn't it's not from someone else's glory that she got her fame. She worked for it and she became the best and she right. did it herself without anyone else. So but So I I will um I will say that uh there is a point like where Johnny Johnny is kind of that catalyst. 
Like he mm-hmm. sparks a fire in people. Yeah. And that's the word it, I was looking for. Yeah. If, if, if anything, I would say that they may not be in the same position that they are, but they would still be successful wherever they wanted to end up if it weren't for Johnny. But I, I do agree that Johnny helped bring something out in them that caused them to get down the path that eventually took them to become the best fixture to become a, 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 a you know an amazing rock artist and stuff so he's he is like nitrous like he sped along their career yeah he was yeah, the uh, he was the adolf hitler quickly. and uh oh, okay. rogue no, was no, the heinrich himmler no Hey Guardians, we are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. I don't think we want to bring Nazis. He's a good, he's a good public them. speaker. He all the all these crazy ideas, but the people underneath him actually pulled he them killed off. Killed a lot of people. Killed a lot of people. Like, Is there anyone else that we can pick that maybe maybe? <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. He, we were talking about Apple in the pre-show. We were talking about Apple. Uh, okay, so he's Steve Tim Jobs. Cook. He was the Steve Jobs, right? And yeah, Rogue. Yeah. Is uh, who's the other guy that worked with Steve Jobs? The the guy that did all the programming. Wozniak. Yeah, he was he, Rogue is Wozniak. That's a better analogy, right? Yeah, that's a lot like, safer. Steve Jobs safer comes up with the crazy stuff and is like, better. "We can do this. We can come up with this crazy thing. I'm going to wear a turtleneck. I'm going to talk to people, and we're going to motivate everyone to get behind it." And then Wozniak was like the one going, "Okay, well, let's figure out how to actually do this," and then actually made it happen. I'm yeah. sure that's going to great sound absolutely wonderful on an audio platform whenever they listen to this. No, not Hitler, not Hitler. Okay, okay, not Hitler. You can like bring up Hitler if you're talking historically or a video game killing him. <laughs> right, right. Only safe options. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the only things that are good to kill that you can actually kill in video games uh, without anybody complaining are Nazis, zombies, and robots. <laughs> Those are the three things. Um, they should combine it. Zombie, robot, Nazis. Nazi, zombie, robots. I bet. I th- wait, 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 wait. Or Nazi aliens. Zombies. Or aliens. aliens. Well, doesn't like the Wolfenstein game has like Nazi zombie robots? Yeah. Um, anyway, let's that, we're getting yeah. sidetracked here. Okay, so let's move on from Rogue. Who else do we want to do? We want to cover. I want to talk about Evelyn. Evelyn. I was just about to say. Parker. I want to talk about Evelyn okay. Parker. Okay. Poor, poor, poor. Because Evelyn. yeah, she. I think so. The thing that gets me with her is I didn't pay attention as much to this, but I was listening to a different podcast where people were talking what? about Evelyn. What? No, no, no. Traitor! How dare you? What? But they were talking Trigger. about Evelyn. Oh, look, I want to listen to all the cyberpunk podcasts. Okay, <laughs> okay um, that's fine. They They're were good talking to you. about Evelyn, and they said basically, Evelyn was like, like she was, you know how there's like walking the line. Uh, Did she gone? She went beyond that because if you think about it, she makes a deal with the Voodoo Boys. And plans on screwing them over. <laughs> yeah. She makes a deal with Dexter Dasan and then plans on screwing him over. <laughs> she does not care. Like, she... Like, she knows that she's taking two of the biggest names. I mean, I guess the Voodoo Boys aren't a big name because nobody knows about them. But they're powerful. But they're powerful. Yeah, and people, Dexter Dasan... Yeah, right. and also people know not to mess with Dexter Deshaun. Sure. He's a name. Yeah. yeah. And it's like she's just like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So is she a fool <laughs> or is she brave? I think she's ignorant. Both? Party. <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. I think that she's an agent of chaos. I think she is yeah. like a succubus in, com- in, in incarnate. Only cares about herself, like the Joker. Yeah, and I think that Cloud. I disagree with that, Kather. I will disagree with that to the end of the I, earth. I can see from other people's perspective, but to me personally, it's, it's the way she treated a lot of people, it's like she was selfish. She may not have, she she cared about them, but it was but her needs came first. I'll say she's selfish, but I will say that I think she cared about Judy. Only one. Judy was about the only one, but she only she didn't care about Judy as much as she should have. 
for what Judy did for her. I think that's because of a, yeah. of a sense of ambition. She saw yeah. she saw a world where she could have power and money and get away from Night City. And I think that's what she wanted for her and Judy. But I think that she needed to take some big risks and that she was willing to gamble on those risks to try and actually get what she needed. I think that's why she offered you to break away from Dexter because she was yeah. she wasn't planning on being in a city where she would have to deal with Dexter at some point. And mm-hmm. if if she had gotten what she needed, I, I could totally see her not wanting to be in Night City anymore and taking Judy with her. So you but were I saying that, that she's, yeah, I think she's she not saw a, others. Yeah, as, yeah, go ahead. I think she saw other people as tools and she saw what her destiny was supposed to be. And that clouded her judgment of what are the realistic steps you need to take to get up there. So, I mean, an agent of chaos would be Silverhand, but Evelyn Parker is closer to manipulator. And I also think that mm. there's kind of this co- combination of ignorance of how serious issues are but the naivete comes in when she's like she she's kind of naive in the sense that she doesn't really um, expect any consequences to her actions or she doesn't want to believe there are any um but if you guys go to the end of the game and if you play where johnny takes over the body you go to the cemetery you'll see her name on one of the plaques too it's actually trip they do a um roy batty tribute also. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, there's the hotel and then there's also um, his grave also. And that was kind of yeah. a cool. Easter I mean, trick. they'll pay like you don't even have to wait till the end of the game. Like when people mm-hmm. die in the game, you'll their names will pop up in the cemetery. Oh, you can go there. Yeah. There's other like other NPCs that aren't even as significant, but you'll hear about them. Like you can go mm-hmm. after the point, like after the the heist, you can go back and the mayor's got a, got a thing in yeah. there too. This like is, the mayor that oh died. Man. These There's are the like little details of- that make me think that like they were headed towards this being a real, real role playing game. And then yeah, they were like, yeah. uh, we're doing too much. We have to just get it out. Yeah. So I mean, one thing I was talking to Tom about, I wish I could just sit down in a bet on a bench and watch the city move like you do in New York City or Montreal or somewhere. Yeah. I just want to watch the city play out. Um, it's There's so much potential, yet it feels so hollow also. Right, right. All right, so, I do, so go ahead, uh, Logan. Sorry, I just wanted to, I do want to push and, and say that with uh, with Evelyn, I don't know that I would I would agree that it's uh, a nativity to her, her character in the sense that she's not expecting consequences. I think she's expecting consequences. I think that her time at Clouds and the, the, the life that she led before when she was a doll and the life that she's had to, the, you know, the risks that she's taking, she was presented with an opportunity that was so good that she was really willing to risk everything, everything to try and make it out with this tech to, to sell to the Voodoo Boys so that she could get away from Night City because I think she was just, I think she was just over it. I think she was just done. She thought that she saw this as a golden ticket and really wanted to try and do it. And the world just collapsed around her mm-hmm. and took her down with her. Or do you think it. desperation plays a role in that then? A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. But I would agree with Logan's like, uh, I think, I don't think, I think she was fully aware of what could happen if things went wrong, but she, she, like, she knew it was a risk that she had to take. Like, in, in. Do you think she was like overconfident? Like she didn't think she'd fail? I don't think she was really like, because if you think about it, right? I don't. I, I, I the didn't heist, do it, but I didn't know if I did. The heist is do totally doable. You pretty much like the, you the almost thing made it that out. messes up everything yeah. is yeah. that he, kills he decides dad. to kill his dad. Right. And it's like, right. you do not predict that. The timing like, was no just way bad. To predict that. Had he it not shown up timing. at all right then, you probably could have gotten out, gotten away with it. Yeah, if that was he'd been thing. like five minutes later, mm-hmm. you'd have been down the elevator, out of the hotel, in yep. the Delamain cab, down the street, in a story, yep. making bank. Yep. All right, guys, but, let's uh, let's keep moving because we only got like twenty minutes left, and I know there's so much to talk about. Uh, we've talked about uh, Pan Am before. 
yeah. on, on the show. I know you guys have thoughts about her. We've talked, uh, have, we haven't really done Judy yet. We've been waiting to do Judy. Mm. Um, <laughs> so other than those two, her. because I feel like those two could take an entire episode. Like if we wanted to do them yes. next month, right? Um, Probably. Who else? Who else is there? Is there mm-hmm. anyone else that we really want to want to cover? Oh, do you remember that couple? You do a, a mission the for mayor. Them? Husband the, and wife. The wanna be the mayor? Was that the mayor? He's running for mayor Maybe. against the mayor's murderer and uh uh, yeah. uh and, and bulldog. The mayor's and you bulldog. End up I can't in their, like mansion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Elizabeth and was... uh her name's Elizabeth. That's the the wife's name is Elizabeth. And I can't pronounce it. It, it begins with a P. Perez. I think. Perez, thank yeah. you. Elizabeth Perez, yeah. and I can't remember her husband's name, but they're the ones that are having their their He's brains Joseph. kind of chemistry messed with. So they're oh, it's right. like uh, uh, oh, that was such a trippy mission. That was terrifying. Recall. It's like <laughs> I I get Total Recall vibes from it when it's what's going oh, on. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that, yeah, that mission was. I think uh, for me the scariest mission in the game. But it was one That's, of the best it was so well written and like so cool like did you not realize there was this trap door um in your own house and they're just watching you and, but yeah. <laughs> pretty creepy i got text well, it was like a later on from him but, uh, is she really yeah. in on it yeah i think so maybe she's I in think. on it so it's, it's, <laughs> well she it's tells like, you not crazy? to tell him she tells you not to tell him mm-hmm. about it like she knows something's going on enough to know that he should know about yeah, I'm just it worried about him <laughs> oh he goes um, absolutely nuts if you tell him by the way i, I did, did that him. line he's yeah, you get that part too. at the end credits and he's lost it he's completely <laughs> yeah. bonkers at that point <laughs> <laughs> i the only badass woman else i could think about is uh mama uh uh mama wells jackie's yeah, jackie wells. Ma- yeah i was gonna bring up jackie's mom yeah. i was gonna mention that yeah yeah well, well she's part of that family we were talking about earlier what were you gonna you say guys are missing one. to say something <laughs> yeah you guys are missing like one of the main women that you deal with that like alt. she's she's we not a romance option alt. you're talking about all no. you're talking about nope. uh no. bug Nope. T-Bug? no you guys she, are missing she, it she's t-bug died too early we yeah. only get to know about her yeah, yeah. Not talking about alt. Not talking about D, uh, T-Bug. Not talking about. Um, Is it the Judy. race car driver girl? Claire. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh. Talking about Claire, right? What, the beast in me. Bartender. What do you guys think about her? Yeah, she's got kind of an interesting double thing going on. You know. Yeah, especially when you find out that uh, I don't want to. I, I, this may. I mean, just put my phone out, but she's a trans woman. Yep. Trans. I, I like that. Husband. I like that they had someone in there yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a yeah. world where you can augment your body and and change things, then like a, like a snap of a finger, mm-hmm. you just like I don't. Yeah, it, it makes sense that they would have technology awesome. to to make that even more accessible than we would today. Like if you don't feel yeah. like you were born into the body that suits you, mm-hmm. then you know why not change? She got m- married with Dean. Yeah. What? Well, go ahead, Kather. That. I, uh, Tech, and, and I, I, I do not agree with her, but she went out the deep end when her husband got killed. Kind of. That's the that's the crazy thing is is like you you wouldn't expect this uh, bartender to pull you aside and be like, hey, you want to do some races with me? And then come to find out, like it's a revenge murder case, and you're just <laughs> the like, whole time. Does she just want to kill someone the whole time from? over an accident? You know what's sad? Yeah, I didn't do those because the driving dynamics are so crappy. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no. It turned me off. I mean, oh. I'm a like, hardcore Forza guy. First so, like, miles I, away, I stand it. and they'll just snap right up on you and knock you out, and then you uh, suddenly just in last. That annoyed me so much in those races. I'm over here, like I'm blowing y'all out of the water, but because of the game wants to keep it close, you're just teleporting mm-hmm. behind me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like stop. You see the little flickers, but no, you see the flickers. Very interesting the though. Yo, those are the little things that take you out of the immersion of the game. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I wanted to bring up Claire because that was one of those situations where there was... Where did this come from? Well, yeah, she was passionate about something and to to the point of murdering someone. But it it was like one of those situations where everyone in cyberpunk has a 
back story, story yeah. uh, to them, you know, and in, in, in noir fashion, everyone has a tragedy. Everyone mm-hmm. is damaged goods. And you look at this bartender and she's telling you about these great drinks and she doesn't seem to have like any kind of major yeah, she passion. She seems totally cool when you first meet her. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so then no hints of anything. Y- yeah. So when you get to that point and it's like, no, she wants to murder this guy because of an accident. You're just like, okay, wait, wait, just, wait, wait. just take Back a moment. Up. Let's, let's just talk about this. Let's think this through. You can't do this and you have to choose. Like, are you going to help her with this? Are you going to help her? And you kind of feel bad because you're like, you don't know the full story. So I'm but curious. It doesn't like, really matter if you, you, you choose not to help her though. Cause I said, don't kill him. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, but she just go. She walk. She actually, she's walking away. I get out of the way, and she turns around and just shoots the guy. Yeah, but it's so it's, it's a. It's a on it. You can probably stop that, right? Like if you just no. keep driving. Mm-hmm. Well, if you keep driving, oh yeah, like, you, you have driving, to follow him down, which I didn't do. I followed him because I wanted yeah. to see what how it played out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was playing. I was playing. Corpo, so I was just kind of like, you know, Arasaka betrayed me, so this dude is supported by Arasaka. Kill him. Go ahead. Do it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's what, so I was yeah. like, kill him. Yeah. Put a bullet in yeah. his brain or I will. Yeah, I, I, um, the character but, I'm playing is uh, supposed to be like a demon, so I was like, temptation, like, do it. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Kill him. Murder him. <laughs> do but it. Do it. I will feel like <laughs> that one was kind of that was that was a quest to me that wasn't very fulfilling. I think like it was obviously a good thing, and the story part of it was good. It just I don't know. I wasn't satisfied because I feel like she was more broken afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I feel like you let her kill this dude, and now she has nothing. Like, but she, she, she had her revenge. Feeling reality. I mean, so yeah, that's, that's how it is in real life. Like, yeah, you hold yeah. on to this revenge, and that's what you have, and you hold on to it, and you let it burn in you. And once you have that chance to finally fulfill that revenge, you have nothing left after that. Yeah, and that's I think that was what the goal. Was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that was the point that they were trying to get across is that there is there is an emptiness that comes with that kind of hatred that even when you're done you you don't have anything afterwards there's nothing left except the sorrow that sure did you did you get the guy that got your guy yeah did it did it bring him back no and in true kind of noir fashion you know it's it's like hamlet man everyone dies and and at that point there's nothing there's nothing positive about that message it's just a it's just one of those fables that's like don't do it don't let that eat away at you and stuff was um, hamlet the first is- noir I always considered it. <laughs> really? Is this, is that, I mean, yeah, is this a real thing? Because I'd, I'd never thought about it. Like, I'd never thought. I don't know if it's like obviously it's a world, yeah. obviously it's a tragedy, right? And like, yeah. in in typical Shakespearean tragedy, like the hero dies in the end, and yeah. the decisions they make radiate out, and other people die as well, and bad things happen, right? And like, you can kind of follow through with their decision making and how it all fell apart, right? So, but is it, I don't know, this would, I guess this is another topic for another time. Like what, what makes something noir <laughs> rather than just tragedy? Yeah. And, and, and when, when does that genre start? I bet somebody has written some sort of doctoral thesis on this, but yeah, that's a really interesting concept. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I've, I've always felt like it was the, the first noir just because how everyone's damaged, how everyone dies. And it's not 1920s, but if you look at a lot of noir, boy, it feels like Hamlet. Yeah. Hamlet was my favorite, uh, Shakespeare, I, I studied in high school. You know, you study a number of different Shakespeare stories. Um, interesting stuff. Okay. And now my brain is off on this other tangent. Um, okay. Sorry, any really any back, other Tom, women? Okay, wait, okay. Okay. So we've got, we've got just a few minutes left. Let's, all right, let's take a vote. Judy or Pan Am? Y'all are the As ones a, that are going to have struggles over that. Go ahead. I, I know well, where that, I stand. I, I have I, my And bill. I'm not saying specifically, like, who is your favorite or romantic interest or which one's better or which one's uh, like, just if you had to pick one for whatever like reason, kind of what you're asking for whatever reasons, just if you just had to pick one, <laughs> it doesn't have to be romantic either because, because of all those well, reasons. Judy, Judy, okay, listen, you guys are a bunch of, uh, I, I'm assuming we're all straight white guys. I don't know. Maybe you're, maybe you're not, but like if, uh, nah. 
if you're not a straight white guy, you're still not going to be into either of them, <laughs> like <laughs> romantically, right? But like Judy's not going to be interested in any of us, <laughs> like, no. right? Well, that's but the she's... thing. I think to be informed, you have to play as both uh, female V and male V. Right. And right now, I'm on my second time through playing Corpo female V, and I actually like it way more because feels a bit more canon right now. Uh, the beginning, I much prefer, but I feel like you need to really make it through the whole game both to make a decision sure so i went on a rant that was stupid so no no that, I, that I totally the, that makes sense i get it um I'm, I'm right there with him actually i i i plan on playing through both as uh both the the hetero and and homosexual relationships mm-hmm. in the game because i i feel like to to understand all the characters mm-hmm. i want to see both sides of all of her you know every aspect yeah that's that's smart yeah uh, All right. I so, think, I, just 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 open face question, Judy or Pan Am? We haven't talked Judy. We I haven't talked like, Judy. I feel like we need to. I like Judy. Why don't we wait until next? Uh, you want to? You want to wait? You don't want to? You don't want to make a choice based on what you know right now? You can always change your mind in the future. Oh, I have my choice. You like, know my. We know. Choice. We know you're you're right pro now, Judy. What is your? If I had to pick, to he's, I would pick he's Judy. Pro Judy. I was in I was talking about Judy <laughs> yeah she it seems like she's a bit more there's a bit more mystery to her and that makes that character a bit more intriguing I think it depends on I think it depends on like I guess the story that you're you're drawn to yeah. mm-hmm. which it, it and I'm always drawn to like the darker stories like has a great family vibe like you know yeah. like being mm-hmm. like being part of the yeah. with her it's also the aldecaldos and everything so it's like you're part of a family um but like i feel like you get that either way regardless and of she's, with her or not uh, true but she's with, more of a gal friend to me like when you go out and get drinks with like like she's like hype all hyper and like like yeah. it has more energy inside of her and stuff like mm-hmm. like i don't feel like i could sit down and just uh, cuddle with her, but Judy, I think yeah, I can sit down or and get into and talk a about really deep with. conversation. Judy's her whole storyline is deep, like it's a it's yeah, it's her, her drowned city, everything. and it's well, that's what's so cool. I like how it takes you out of Night City, but still informs you about kind of the effects of Night City. You know, with Pan Am, it doesn't really do that, it kind of removes you from um, you know, this this wild place, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. All right, who yeah, would no, you rather I, I, be friends with? Pan Am. Pan Am. Pan Am. Yeah. Judy. Yeah. Because she's more fun? Yeah, but she, I feel like she would get a bit irritating after a long time. <laughs> okay. I, I'm sorry. She's too hyper for me. Okay. No, no, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. She has a problem with her family, though, too. <laughs> yeah. Too complicated. <laughs> who would you rather uh, work with as, like, a coworker? Judy. Judy. So much more chill. You'd never get tired with work with her because you'd be it's like, always exciting. Something's always happening. <laughs> something's going to happen. All right. Oh. Um, she said it herself. Something always happens. Who would you rather be your sister? Yeah, I'm Pan Am. I, I can't rightfully say Judy. Yeah. Because I love her. <laughs> yeah, I can't say Judy, I would pick Judy. Oh, no, I'd rather neither. 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 I want Misty. Captain Can I pick Logan, Misty? Are you, can you pick Misty? Cyberpunk? Yeah, Misty. Everyone's Misty, we're going to get No. Good. How can you, like, okay. Like, okay, we all know what they did with Pan Am, right? When you first meet her, what's she doing? Think about it. We don't have to say anything about it. But when you first meet Pan Am, what is the very prominent feature that Megan Fox? The dude like, Megan Fox. You the do the exactly. Megan Fox. <laughs> the I don't think leaning I, over I the car thing for anybody who, who. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so okay. So it's hard to answer that question. So how about this one? Um, who would you rather be, your mom? No. <laughs> no. No, can we not? <laughs> this is so much easier. Why are you, you guys are killing me here? This is. I easy. feel like I feel like I mean. Okay, I can't say any. I can't make Judy a family member here. I would I rather. Can't. I would definitely rather allowed. Judy be my I feel mom like than Judy Pan would be a better mom. mom though. Yeah, like, she's I not think, as yeah, Judy would crazy. Be, Judy would be the cool mom. Pan right. Would, I see. Can I would be, like, be the better mom? Oh my god! I don't want her to be my you mom. You know what? Judy, can I say Judy be the better mom? Yeah, like um, Spider Man's aunt. 
That's what Judy is like. Spider-Man's mm. aunt in mm. uh, the Tom Holland. I feel like there's been a lot of okay, okay. I feel <laughs> I like Pen M would be the aunt. better aunt. Like you know the cool aunt yeah. that everyone has, yeah. the stereotypical cool aunt. I feel yeah. like Pen M would be a good cool aunt. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't want her to be my mom. mom. Yeah, yeah. Judy's the responsible one. Pan Am's the fun one. <laughs> right. Pan Am, you have to go pick up because she got drunk. Right. Probably. Yeah, she's the one that by 16 year old years old, one. you're the one parenting her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'd be the one. She'd be the cool aunt asking you for money so that she can go buy boots. <laughs> right. Like right. what? Well, that's the thing. I think Rogue is more the motherly figure or Misty. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Misty would be yeah. like uh, the best fantastic. Mom. Mom. That's why I picked Misty. Oh yeah. All right, so let's open this up then. Of all the women, who would you rather who would be your best friend? Be my best friend out of all. You see, that's the ultimate question. Like which one uh, would be your best friend? Like you oh, role playing yeah. yourself in the world as V, role playing you're just you are being yourself making decisions that you would make in that situation. Who would you who would be your like go-to buddy? Who would be the one that you're just like? You're there Probably with me. Probably Pan Am for me. Yeah? Still, I, that's the kind of like friends that I make. As far as like, she she's kind of got the attitude of like uh-huh. my my like IRL best friend. They so, they, yeah. they go out in the Pan desert Am. and they shoot people and steal their yeah things yeah and, they are uh, yeah. yeah they're a merc uh, uh-huh. yeah they hired assassins hired assassins yeah. who mm-hmm. work uh, with yeah okay mm-hmm. all right. I'm going to say Rogue. She would be your best friend? Yeah, most likely the best friend. She gives give stuff to me straight and no nonsense. That's a good quality, too, for a best friend. I'm going okay. to go with Claire. I think, I think Claire would be a great best friend. She knows how to mix drinks. She gets all the great stories from Afterlife. That's true. She has a really, really bitchin' car. She's <laughs> totally secure in herself and you know wants to have a nice family i think she you know outside of the you know the murder husband dying thing. murder thing yeah. which i mean come on i'm i'm a murderer too in this in this aspect so i guess you know as me uh-huh. i think claire would be a really fun person just to chill with she would be the one out in the garage with you just chilling having a couple drinks talking about in the next race coming up yeah um yeah everyone else i think is is someone that I'm either interested in or is a little too extreme for how, how chill I would rather be. I wish that I pick Jackie. <laughs> he's not a lady. <laughs> if Jackie I wish female, it would be Jackie. I wish we could have. So this is this made me think out. of this. I kind of wish that, that we had been able to like rope Claire in more. I wish that we could have gotten Claire to join the Alicados. Mm. <laughs> Oh, that'd have been because cool. I feel like she doesn't mm. have anything left here, and like she's great with cars. Yeah, and like she'd make a great nomad. Is she yeah, not? She was she not a nomad? Did we learn about maybe she was a nomad, and then maybe I don't you know. You know, went to the city life. Who knows? Know. But I feel like she'd be a great Aldecaldo. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Well, I don't. Well, her husband was a corpo, so I don't know. Yeah. Did everybody answer her best friend? I don't think no, we no. Yeah. Um, I, I think just Judy because I feel like she'd be the easiest one to have kind of a natural conversation with. It'd be either her or Misty. Um, and just like thinking about like going on a long car drive or going on an adventure, like who's going to be low key, not going to wear you out, mm-hmm. going to be, you know, they're going to have your back. Um, yeah. And also, I feel like, you know, she deals, she, she her job is basically bleeding the lines between reality and fiction and so like you i mean that's what a brain dance is yeah you know and so you'd, you'd gotta imagine that you know she'd have some pretty interesting like philosophical um thoughts and i don't know someone who like simultaneously loves the energy of nicety but also is really into the concept of escapism you know like wanting to get out yeah i think i'd i, uh, I want to choose t-bug because she's snarky and she's the kind of person who would be like oh my god can't you won't believe what i got to do at work today (laughs) and then you'd have those conversations um but we gotta we gotta wrap the episode up guys thank you for joining me this has been super fun of of course there's a hundred million other things we could be talking about but we're just gonna have to hold that on on onto that until next week uh, or next month and or you know chat on the discord or whatever um we want to talk about males next um, time we could or we could have a whole episode about 
uh, Judy and Panam. Pan, 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 can we, Pan, t- can Pan we talk Am. about the romances next episode? Good. So that it's just not romances. just the Judy and Pan Am episode. Sure, sure. It could be the romance options. Yeah, got yeah. Carrie got River. Mm-hmm. Got- yeah. Granted, the game literally made Carrie and River not as uh, interesting. Interesting. Judy and Pan Am. They're not until the end, too. I disagree. That's uh, well, now we've got something like to discuss. All right, I like River. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go back through I everybody. Like River too, but his romance doesn't have anything. His let's, quest doesn't have anything to do with romance. <laughs> let's let's go back through. Do you guys have anything you want to shout out or uh, want to tell people how they can get a hold of you, Kather or Toasty? Let's start with Toasty. We'll go back reverse alphabetical. Toasty. Oh no, you put me on the spot, Toasty. I don't know what to say. You got anything working on? Um, working, or you just want people to say hi to you on Discord? Uh sure say hi to me on discord that'd be <laughs> nice watch me play sea of thieves with tom yeah showdown or whatever game i've been playing with tom because i n- intrude on all his game time that's right yeah he, we're, we're best game buddies now it's like yeah like, he keeps telling me to go away like he's muting his mic what? no you on, keep throwing on, on me in the stream you keep throwing like, me in the brig what? No, I didn't do that. That was Kirby Chew. Listen, blame your listen, child. You, 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 and the rest of the crew threw me in the brig and then burned the boat down. So we're just no, going to leave that there. I didn't, I didn't do, do anything wrong. Let's I think move you on. Voted for yourself. Let's move on to Kather. <laughs> Kather, uh, what do you got going on? I don't have anything really going on. You can reach out to me on Discord. I may not respond right away because I work nights. So, but I will eventually respond as long as it's not three pages deep back. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Can I? Can I say you need people need to stick around and listen to your next podcast tonight? Yeah, listen stick to around. Mass Effect one. Stick around. Yes. Mass Effect Lorecast coming up next. Effect. Episode two. I gotta go to sleep though. <laughs> yeah, well, get some sleep if you need to. Um, but thank you, thank you for that call out. Uh, and uh, I'm Jay Ray. I'm just gonna call you that because your name's up on the thing. Yeah, that's sure. easier for me to be able to read it. Julian. Uh, Julian. Uh, well, yeah. I'm glad you joined us. You had a lot of really great, great input and and perspectives on things to share. Thanks, man. I'm excited to see where this goes. Also, um, I mean, it's such a crazy world. I can't wait to see how the game evolves. Um, also, hopefully, we get something better than uh, whatever the house uh, CD Projekt Red is doing with the game now. Uh, <laughs> what you way, don't you... like your rock and roll <laughs> car physics? <laughs> Shake your car. No, but... back and forth. <laughs> I just wanted so to see Logan's it. reaction. So over it. Oh my <laughs> I God. wanted to see Logan lose it. <laughs> God, yeah. Don't get me started. Um, I mean, I guess Instagram, uh, living an epic. So living dot a n dot epic. That's just it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, man. And uh, Logan, what do you what do you have going on? Sea Thieves still uh, going well? Yeah, Sea Thieves is going great. We just did our community episode this week. Um, there's some stuff that I'm going to be diving into lore wise next episode, and uh, we're we're in the middle of the Vault Hunters event. So if you want a lot of gold, now's a great time to jump on. Go do some events and uh, get some free gold hoarder cosmetics out of it. Other than that, um, feel free to hit me up on Discord. Uh, I've been loving the discussion around the patch 1.2 content uh I, mm-hmm. I would love to know that i'm not alone in in thinking that we're we, we should probably expect a little bit more out of these patches if this is the the addressing that they're going to be uh addressing the concerns that they're going to be doing so but you know here's hoping that they that they that they hear this and that they you know kind of think oh, a little definitely. bit more about the systems yeah i would love well, a, it, a much better description as to the long-term yeah. plans of the game that would go a long way to say like hey this is just a stopgap. we're actually working on this in the background just yeah. please be patient. You know, that would be helpful. Um, hey, Logan, did you want to shout out that glitter beard thing you were telling me about earlier? The glitter beard thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, in last year, um, Rare, the studio that makes Sea of Thieves, uh, lost one of their co-workers. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was really, really rough. And I'd known about it for a long time, but they released uh, a glitter beard event because that was kind of what he was known for was uh, uh, the legend of glitter beard, kind of his handle. So they put out a whole bunch of journals that kind of uh, touch on the stories that he had in there. But there's an event that is going on that you you have to have eight people to do it. And we're planning on trying to get people in it. So every Friday and Saturday, uh, we're trying to get people in the Keelhauled community to get together to get a 
couple ships on a server so that we can go take people out to go do that. So if you've heard about this and maybe interested in seeing what this commemoration to uh, Glitterbeard was and, and, and get to get a, a sense of like what the studio did for one of their team members in the game, it's a very touching, very, very kind of it's it's hard like. I, I was straight up sobbing when I was uh, going into it, but it was a great time to spend with my community members and really made me cherish their friendship. Um, so if you've heard about this a little bit, maybe if you've been playing around, uh, get in touch and let me know. And we'll see if we can get you into a crew uh, so you can actually experience it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I've got... Uh, my stuff going on. We've got the Mass Effect lore cast coming up next. We have uh, we've been getting together with the Robots Radio community on Saturdays, either in the afternoon or evening. Uh, two weeks ago, we played Among Us, and last night we played uh, the Jackbox games, and we had a lot of fun. And man, it's it's great just hanging out with everybody, just having a goofy time. So come join us, be on the Discord, uh, watch the streams. I've been streaming games in the afternoons and in the evenings. So. We'd love for you guys to just plug in and, and join us here. We're having a lot of fun. So uh, thank you for tuning in. And guys, thank you again for supporting us. And thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. Thank you for being here and helping to support the show. And we'll see you back with a regular episode next week. And hopefully we'll see all of you guys again next month where we'll talk about more, maybe the romantic relationships and stuff. So, all right, guys. See you later. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Are you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier Podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinsky. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE. To PvP. And everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We, we hope, hope you check, check us, us out. out. Thanks. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are dragon breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening, and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora. And all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.